You are listening to Episode 7 of The Unconventional Polyglot. I'm Will, and in this episode, I will be starting a new series of episodes on language learning myths. Now, when I use the term myths, I am being a bit clickbaity because the things that I'm going to be discussing in the next several episodes are not necessarily completely myths, but I do think they are things that are greatly misunderstood by a lot of people. So, thanks for listening. This is The Unconventional Polyglot, a podcast that explores languages and language learning from someone who has followed, and also broken, many of the conventional rules for how to learn languages. I'm your host, Will, and language learning is my passion. All right, so in this first episode on language learning myths, I want to address what I think is possibly the most popular language learning myth or semi-myth, and that is the idea that adults cannot learn languages as well as children, particularly small children. Now, this is a notion that in some ways makes sense because almost every child in the world is able to learn their native language seemingly without too much difficulty, whereas most adults who try to learn a language encounter serious difficulty. But what I want to address in this episode are the reasons in both of these cases, and I think this will, if not eradicate the myth, (laughs) uh, it should at least put the myth in much better context. So first of all, let's talk for just a minute about why it is that children are able to learn languages rather easily, or at least appear to learn languages very easily. Well, one of the key reasons for this is because the brains of young children are growing and forming neural connections much more than than adults. And so it is as if children were like sponges absorbing mountains of information that comes at them, although they don't necessarily know how to process all that information, but they are taking in a lot of information. But another aspect of children learning is that when it comes to a child learning language, children have enormous amounts of exposure to language from essentially the time they're born really throughout their childhood. The average child has something like a 100,000 hours (laughs) of exposure to their native language by the time they reach the age of 18. So it should come as no surprise that almost every child in the world is able to learn their native language to a reasonably high degree. But a third aspect of children language learning is a bit more psychological 
for the most part, children, especially young children, don't have the same psychological barriers, such as lack of confidence, fear of public speaking, low self-esteem, issues that may severely inhibit adult language learners. Young children generally don't have these issues, so they are much less afraid to make mistakes. And everybody makes mistakes while learning languages, but little kids are much less likely to get hung up for extended periods of time on whatever mistakes they make. They just go on and keep speaking, keep learning. So this leads to adults. Now, adults seemingly have a much more difficult time learning languages, and it is often said that if you try to learn a language after the age of maybe 18, 20, somewhere around there, you'll never be able to reach a native level of proficiency. And that may be true, because a native level of proficiency is a very high bar to meet. However, there have been many adults who have reached a reasonably high level in one or more foreign languages, even some adults into their 60s, even 70s, have been able to learn languages to a pretty high level of proficiency. So what are the main barriers that make it seem like adults are not very good language learners? Well, a lot of it goes right back to what I said about kids. If you think about it, the average adult has much less time available to dedicate to learning a language. I mean, just think about it. If you had 12 to 15 hours a day of exposure to a foreign language, and not to mention if you had a support system of people encouraging you and using that language and and helping you along the way as children generally have with parents, siblings, teachers. Young children have this whole network that is around them to help them do things, including language learning. Adults generally don't have that. Now moving on to another topic that I addressed with children was the the issue of psychological barriers, the lack of psychological barriers, particularly for young children. Now, for adults, that is often the biggest hurdle to overcome when trying to learn a language, is, is getting over a fear of speaking a foreign language, a fear of making mistakes. But it's not an insurmountable obstacle for most people. Just a, a quick personal anecdote, um, I remember the first time I tried to speak Portuguese with a uh, a Portuguese tutor on italki, it, it was as if all of the knowledge of Portuguese that I had been cramming in my brain for over two years at that point just fell out. So I, I was like a deer in the, in the headlights. I could barely think. But you know what? I made it through. I felt like an idiot the first time I <laughs> tried speaking Portuguese. But because I had a, a really nice, supportive 
tutor that I was talking to, I recovered rather quickly, and then through repeated interactions with with this tutor, as well as another Portuguese teacher, I was able to slowly build up confidence, work through mistakes, correct mistakes, and through this process, which is not necessarily a quick process, I was able to eventually reach the point where I could speak reasonably confidently, even still making occasional mistakes, but but the confidence came. But it only came after many, many mistakes. And I've had very similar kinds of experiences with my other primary target languages, Spanish, French, Italian. In every one of these languages, I've made numerous mistakes since I actively started talking to people in these languages. But the mistakes are one of the best ways to learn. They really are. And so coming from me, a a very introverted person, a very introspective person, I say this to you, if you don't have that confidence to speak to people in other languages, then I, I strongly recommend you find people, whether it's teachers, tutors, language exchange partners, family, friends, whoever, who will be supportive, who will not ridicule you or condemn you for making mistakes. Most, at least from my experience, most teachers and tutors of languages out there are very supportive and will not make you feel bad at all for making mistakes because everybody makes mistakes. So now what I want to kind of close this episode with is is one way in which adults are much better equipped to learn languages than young children. And that is the knowledge that every adult has in their native language when it comes to things like syntax, grammar. So no matter what your native language is, you already have some implicit or explicit knowledge of how language works. And so you are much better equipped to evaluate the grammar, the pronunciation of a foreign language compared to your native language than a young child who is basically mimicking the sounds that they hear and over many, many, many hours absorbing it all and making sense of it all. As an adult, it still takes many hours to really internalize uh, grammatical rules in another language and pronunciation and syntax and all these things. But as an adult, you have the experience. So use that to your advantage in language learning. And this is, incidentally, one of what I feel are, are the key st- strengths of learning multiple foreign languages, which is comparative grammar. So just one example, when I was younger, I really did not know what transitive verbs and intransitive verbs were, direct objects, indirect objects. 
I had no idea what grammatical cases were, but with enough study of languages like German, Russian, Spanish, Italian, Portuguese, French, I had a lot of exposure to these different ideas that are a part of grammar, and I think it's very much enriched my knowledge of grammar and my knowledge of each of these languages. So, that's where I will wrap things up for this episode. I hope you enjoyed listening to this episode. If you have any comments, disagreements, agreements for me, you can always reach me at unconventionalpolyglot at gmail.com. I also have a new YouTube channel that I just started recently called The Unconventional Polyglot. So you can also find me there. And one last thing before I go, I do want to mention Buzzsprout, which is the company that I use to host my podcast. And I'm very happy with what Buzzsprout provides, particularly in how easy it was to get my podcast listed in all major podcast platforms, how many incredibly helpful resources you have at your fingertips, including many, many videos walking you through all the different things that you can do with your podcast, the different ways that you can potentially monetize your podcast, ways to attract sponsors to your podcast, Buzzsprout has made the whole process of getting my podcast going as easy as it could possibly be, and I'm really happy about that. So I just wanted to mention that before finishing this episode. And with that, I hope you will keep listening as I continue in the next episode with another language learning myth. I am Will, the Unconventional Polyglot, and thanks for listening. Bye.